see the demon in you It doesn't wanna come out and play I can see the demon in you Who doesn't wanna come out and play Everybody say fuck this shit Fuck this shit Fuck this shit What's going down? Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Dre, back again. As always, we start the podcast the same way. Thanks for taking the time out to listen. Thank you for everybody who's been engaging with the social media, all the feedback for the episodes. That shit is greatly appreciated, and I appreciate it. If you're not already following all the social media platforms, we're on Facebook at FTS Podcast, on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at Fuck This Shit Pod. If you're not already following on your listening platform, please do so so you can get the notifications of the new episodes and shit so you can be up on the new shit. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to get access to bonus content, you know, like 40, 50 fucking episodes that y'all can't hear and new bonus content each week, you know what I'm saying? You can always subscribe for $4.99. The link to do so is in the show description. Um... Y'all, I don't think we really got nothing else. We don't got no new subscribers, so no no, no noise to make. No feedback on any of the last episodes or five-star reviews, so we don't have anything to read um, out loud on the podcast today. But that's all right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe tomorrow type shit. Uh, uh, yeah. Um... I don't know. Y'all. I don't really got much for this week. I'm sorry that we a day late. Uh, I think I told y'all that I was kind of switching up my my work situation. I'm transferring to different locations and it's, it's switching up my schedule. And uh, honestly, I just didn't end up with the with the time Monday or Tuesday to do it. I worked doubles Monday and Tuesday and then worked later Sunday than I intended on working. And I owed y'all a bonus episode. So it's like, you know, shit like that. Um it's all good. Um, we back though. You know what I'm saying? Everything is uh is back on track. I don't think we're gonna change the days from Tuesday and Thursday. Um, as of right now, I'm a, I'm gonna keep them the same. If if it ends up being different where I need to change it, I'll let y'all know. And it may end up moving to Wednesday and Friday. Uh, but that's that's up in the air. We'll kind of see what that turns out to be. Um. Yeah, y'all, I don't got a lot of intro for y'all. Life has been pretty much steady. Nothing real super hella interesting or nothing like that. Um, I found out, well, I've known for a little while now that uh, a couple of my daughter's friends be checking into the podcast here and there. And, you know, I'm like, you know, whatever, who cares? You know, they can do what they want. A listen is a listen to me. As far as I'm concerned, I still get my little penny. So appreciate it for y'all, you know. Then my daughter comes to me the other day and she's like, yeah, one of my friends was asking me. She was like, uh, she said, does your dad, does your dad be smoking while he records the podcast? So let me answer you directly. Do I be smoking while I record the podcast? Um, do bear shit in the woods? Is pigs pussy pork? Do your parents know that your friends be stealing when you stop at the store on the way to drop them home off from school? Ask yourself these questions. You know what I'm saying? Except for the last one. Because the last one, I think the answer is different. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is maybe, maybe you should mind the business that pays you. You know what I'm saying? Get about my shit. You know what I'm saying? If we if we want to talk about people business, you know what I'm saying? If we want to. If you want to make my business your business, you know what I'm saying? I can make your business my business. You know what I'm saying? I could be on parent level, start talking to parents about the kids and how bad y'all are. Because I know y'all niggas is out of pocket. Y'all out of pocket. Don't think I don't know. It's whatever. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. You know, for example, do your dad be smoking on the podcast? You goddamn right. You goddamn right. Shit. Yeah, to find you some business and mind it. God damn it. But it's been a minute since I gave y'all a real nigga story time, so. Y'all give us a moment. We go to a quick little break. Maybe just a little transition. You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute, so definitely today, y'all get an episode of Real Nigga Story Time. Real nigga story time. Real nigga story time. So this episode is real nigga story time. In a lot of ways, it's about how how different yet similar parenting has been over the years, and how I don't know. I feel like I don't know if everything we do as parents is right. Um, but I do know that you definitely learn the things that you do in your life. Um, in regards, like kind of in reference to the things that happen. Well, how am I put this? Like I parent, there's a lot of things that I do as Bree's dad that directly come from things that my mom did when I was young or like situations that we was in when we was young. And it's just crazy how there will always be these situations where they just line up and you just kind of have to, to see the similarities. So when we was growing up, it was this dude in the neighborhood named Papa John. And I feel like I may have told y'all about Papa John before. So if I have, bear with me. Um, there's a shitload of episodes of this podcast, y'all. If I ever get to being like an old man and I retell y'all a story, just call me out on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, if I retell y'all a story, if I retell a story on the podcast, like a full story, and don't know I did it, if you call me out on it and you remember the episode it was on, I'll say I'll cash up you fifty dollars. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember what episode it was on, and you gotta be right. Um, but anyway, so Papa John, uh, in the neighborhood I grew up in when I was like probably like eight to twelve, it was this old black man in the neighborhood named Papa John. We met Papa John on some, like, really being bad. We met Papa John because we was running around the neighborhood, and we didn't have, we was thirsty. It was hot, summer day, you know what I'm saying? And we got thirsty, so we literally, his house was on the corner, his water hose was out in the front. We just unraveled that nigga water hose and started drinking out his water hose because we like, whatever, we ain't buying none of our houses. Water, Water is water. And... He like comes outside and sees us or whatever. And I, I remember kind of like we got scared because we thought, you know, we was about to be in trouble. But he's like, oh, you know, it's cool, whatever, whatever. And I feel like he starts telling us about how he has a grandson. Maybe he doesn't say nothing more to us that day. 
Maybe like that day, we just drink out of the water hose and leave. And then like over time, when we pass by the house, we kind of know we can drink out of that water hose and he won't say nothing. So maybe we start drinking out of it more. And then eventually we end up, uh, he ends up like outside, kind of like sitting in the garage or maybe he's doing yard work or something. It's, it's so long ago. I really can't remember exactly how the shit plays out. But, um, uh, he's seeing us outside or whatever. And he's like telling us he has basketball. There's like a basketball goal out front. It's like, it's a basketball. Um, he's telling us how he's got a grandson who visits every once in a while. And that's how he's got all this stuff. Right. Um, cause I feel like Papa John had other stuff other than just the basketball. I remember we definitely used to play basketball in this front yard. So, we would go over there playing basketball or whatever. And at some point, my mom asked me, where are we going? Like, where are we going? What are we doing? So, we tell him, like, oh, you know, this is like, first of all, he told us to call him Papa John. So, it's like, you know, we just nigga, say, it's nigga named Papa John. Like, he got a basketball going in front of the house. You know, he let us come over there and play and kick it. So, as a child, you're not really looking at this no kind of way. But my mama was like, okay, yeah, so... Y'all can go over there and play, but don't go in that man's house. You know what I'm saying? Don't do, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can, y'all can play basketball over there or whatever, but that's, that's basically it type shit. So you're like, okay, we don't really understand why. Cause we're kids or whatever. We just, you know, you being, you know, you think your mom is a hater all the time anyway. So like, you just hating like always type shit, but whatever. We going to go hoop or whatever. Now, I remember one day we were over there and apparently they find out that Papa John got a swimming pool. And Papa John's like, hey, if y'all want to swim, y'all can swim or whatever. So we all going to my mom. We all going back to my mom's house like, hey, can we go swim at Papa John's backyard type shit? And she's like, fuck no. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell no, you can't go swim in this old man's backyard. Like, why do he want all these kids in his backyard all this other shit or whatever. And now you're saying you get the vibe. She's like, this is a creepy ass old man. No, y'all can't really. And I don't know for sure. But I feel like after he asked us to swim, we wasn't allowed to go over there at all no more. Either we wasn't allowed to go over there no more or just the way she reacted made us not want to be over there no more. Because we were like, dang, maybe this nigga is weird. But, you know, it was like it was giving creepy old man vibes for sure. And I'm, I don't know. I feel like I did tell y'all this because I feel like the sentiment that I don't know. I know I didn't get molested by Papa John, but I mean, if somebody from the neighborhood came back and was like, oh, yeah, Papa John used to try and touch us. I'll be like, see, that does make sense. Looking back, you know what I'm saying? Well, fast forward to when we're living in Oklahoma and Bree's around the same age, probably like eight to ten. And there's this man in the neighborhood named Mr. Frank. And Mr. Frank always got the kids outside of his house. And he'd be like getting strawberries from fucking the edible arrangements places. But when they about to go out, he'll go take all the strawberries and he'd be giving out strawberries and letting the, he has like these little scooters, these little motor scooters. He was letting the kids ride the motor scooters, like just little things or whatever. And we end up kind of like putting two and two together. And Mr. Frank is a fucking hoarder. Um, 
that's his biggest thing is that he's a hoarder. He's got all this stuff because, you know, he's talking about how, you know, we meet Mr. Frank. He's like, oh, yeah, if you ever need anything, you know, I, I probably have it over here. I probably have something, you know, you could buy for cheaper or whatever. And, you know, that's what I do. I've been retired for a while and I just find these little deals on stuff and I just buy them and then resell them. And you always see people come into Mr. Frank's house buying stuff. But, you know. I didn't know until I had to go to Mr. Frank's house for something like I needed a screwdriver or something. He was trying to find it. And I'm looking in the garage and I'm like, wow, it's literally stuff from floor to ceiling in here. You could just barely like walking trails in here. And for whatever reason, one day I needed something from him and he asked me to come inside. So I came inside and like the inside of the house is the same. It's you just literally a small little space where Mr. Frank and his dogs be at. And then, like, shit everywhere on some big hoarder shit. Backyard full of shit. But he got, like, bunnies in the backyard. And he's got vegetables that he grows back there or whatever. So, there was little things where it was, like, for kids, they're, this is interesting to them. You know what I'm saying? You got the scooters. You got all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Frank has all these little stuff or whatever. But, you know, kids are annoying. And they be breaking your shit. And it be something about an old man who just want all the kids around him that you just, like, Nah, you know what I'm saying? So I took a similar approach to my mom. This is why I thought it was ironic because originally it was like, y'all can go over there, but y'all go over there together. You know what I'm saying? And if ain't nobody else over there, then you can't be over there. That was exactly the rules for Mr. Frank's house. It was like, if y'all go over there, y'all can go over there. But y'all go over there and y'all stay in the front yard. Y'all don't go in that man's house for nothing. And y'all stay together with you over there. And it just makes me think to myself, is that like not the right approach to have towards somebody who you think may be a child predator? Just like keep my kids out the way. You know what I'm saying? But it's almost like that's just such a big that's a big label to put on a motherfucker to be able to walk up to somebody who nobody is accused of molesting no children and be like, you got chomo tendencies, yo, Chester molester ass nigga. But that's how. I feel like me and my mom both felt that's how I felt about Papa John or how she felt about Papa John and how I felt about Mr. Frank. Like, I can't prove that you a fucking kid, but I definitely wouldn't leave one of my kids. Like Michael Jackson. They were really like the neighborhood Michael Jacksons. There's rumors. There's stirrings, whisperings, if you will. But no proof. But would you let your baby sleep with Michael Jackson? No. No, nigga, would you let your, I wouldn't let my babies go to Michael Jackson's house alone. They would have to go on a bus full of other kids and they'll have to hold hands the whole time on camera and they'll have to come back before dark. You can't stay the night. You can't be alone. You pee together. Neverland is big enough. I know there's a public restroom. I know there's a restroom that has stalls. That's where you pee. Same shit, bro. You at Mr. Frank's house and you got to pee. How you piss on yourself before you go inside that man's house? It ain't no way in hell. I don't know. Y'all have to let me know. I just felt like the real niggas was me and my mom because we kept kids out of harm's way without shitting on their day because, you know, kids is not really going to hear you on. I think that man might fuck you. So you have to approach them in a more palatable way, you know, to keep them safe. But at the same time, are me and my mom are not real niggas because if we was right and Mr. Frank or Papa John was really child molesters, we definitely left them out there to molest. We just kept ours out of harm's way. So I don't know. Y'all let me know. I, I I think 
I think we did the right thing. With no with no tangible evidence, I don't think you just go throwing around that child molester thing. But also, it ain't no fucking reason for you to go inside that manhouse. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Anyway, we're going to actually take a real short break. And then we'll be back with the full episode of this podcast. Um, the the pre-midlife crisis, uh, a tale of me type shit. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, y'all. So... The pre-midlife crisis. I'm struggling with a lot, y'all, because a nigga like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing at this point in my life. You know, I'm 32. I feel like I should be grown right now. I feel like I should want to do grown people shit, you know, like, I don't know. I just, okay, so let me tell you what made me start thinking about this. I want to grill so fucking bad, y'all, but I feel like 32 is kind of old to get a grill. You ain't never had no grill before. Like, you, this is some shit the niggas doing. I wanted a grill in high school, but my mama, she a fucking hater, bro. And every time I was like, I want a grill, she like, those are stupid. Everybody I know who has a grill, they breast things, blah, 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 blah. Like just all this hate. And this is what I'm talking about when I say like your mom is really just a big ass hater. Like everything that you want in life, she's like, blah, 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 hate, 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 you know? And yeah, maybe everything else I said about my mom on this podcast is that she's great and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. But don't forget, at the bottom of all of that great shit is a hater. A hating ass nigga who shit on my dreams and didn't let me get a grill when I was young enough to get a fake one. Because that's another one of my issues with some of the shit that I want to do. Because you're 32, I feel like, okay, I'm 32 years old. I'm going to go out here and get this grill. You got to get a real one. It got to be real and it low-key got to be pretty fucking nice if you're just going to go get one at 32. But then, you know, I'm trying to buy a house and I want a new car and all this other shit. And it's counterproductive to what I want to do as an adult to get the grill, right? But I still want to shine out here. The fuck? I just want my bottoms. I just want the I just want the bottoms done. Just the you know what I'm saying? Them them what one? Like six on the bottom and then just like two on the top. Just like my canines on the top and then six on the bottom. That's all I want. I don't even need I, I really want my shit icy. I ain't even gonna cap, y'all. I'm trying to shine on niggas, bro. I want to so bad. But it's just and then also I'm not trying to be the dad who's like doing young nigga shit like I think I'm a young nigga. But also, I'm not an old nigga like most of these parents out here. So it's it's such a, it's a delicate dance. It's like a tightrope that I'm trying to walk. And I don't know where exactly I should, should fall on the whole ordeal. You know, 
It's uh, so many factors. It's the money. It's the, am I out of pocket? Am I going to look? I ain't trying to. Last thing I'm trying to do is ever look like a nigga trying too hard. Because I ain't ever trying too hard. And I know you be like, oh, you should care what people think. Blah, blah, blah. I do. I care what people think. Shit. I do not walk around live, living my life. You know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I just put whatever the fuck on, and if niggas think I look goofy, then so be it. I think I look cool. Like, nah, my perception of what's cool is is very heavily influenced on what other people think is cool. So if everybody else thinks the shit is whack, I'm probably not going to like the shit either. I at least need some people to see what I saw type shit. Even if I want to do something different, it's like, maybe you don't like it, but I know that I didn't just come up with this on my own. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all... And I like that. And you're like, I don't give a fuck. I could wear whatever and do whatever. And I don't care what people say. Or man, and I think that most of y'all are actually in denial. But whatever. A nigga like me, I'm not ever trying to, you know. When you get the grill, you get the grill. So, you know, when you hit the little smile in the summertime, you know, you can shine on niggas. And it's supposed to make motherfuckers be like, oh, that's fly. It's supposed to make the bitches be like, ooh, that's sexy. I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the fuck. Bitches say when they see a nigga hit the little side smirk with the grill. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I deserve that and I need that energy. But if that's not what I'm going to get, then I don't want them. I don't want them. I don't want nothing that's going to have niggas looking at me like, damn, nigga, you don't want to be 32 that bad. Like, I'm cool being 32. I am 32. But, you know. Shit, what do 32-year-olds do? What do 32-year-olds wear? I was having this issue. I'm over here trying to figure out what I want to wear for my birthday party. And fucking, I don't want to wear no ripped jeans or no. You know, it's a lot of shit that I'm not really trying to wear. You know, I talked about this on the bonus episode. But it's a lot of stuff that at my age, 32, I'm not trying to be walking around here dressed like a high schooler, you know what I'm saying, I'm not trying to wear the, the, you know, I'm not getting no Gucci belt buckles, and you know what I'm saying, the tight t-shirt, I'm not doing that, because it just, that's not for me, you know, I'm not even hating on the little niggas for dressing how they dress, like, dress how you dress, I'm just grown, I'm not, I'm not a little nigga, but also, I'm not trying to wear, like, a fucking, uh, button down, tucked into my fucking dockers, nigga, like, that's not how I'm trying to live my life either, but what am I supposed to put on? You know what I'm saying? How do you like really live in this middle ground and still be fly? I know how to be basic. And the motherfuckers, if y'all hit me up with some, oh, you could just wear a t-shirt. Like, yeah, nigga, I know I can wear a t-shirt, some jeans, nigga. I'm trying to still be, I'm trying to be fly and also be my age. You know what I'm saying? I'm grown. Shit. I know I ain't old, but I'm grown enough where, Okay. I think this is where I could kind of explain what my biggest issue with the situation is. It's nothing cooler to me. It's nothing less cool to me. Sorry. Than a motherfucker who don't realize their time has passed. When I was in high school and we would be at the pep rally and it would be niggas from classes who had already graduated back at the pep rally. I always felt like this is not your moment. You know what I'm saying? This ain't for you. This is for us. Y'all already had this. You need to let it go. And I always thought that shit was lame as fuck. Even niggas who was my homies who was doing the shit, I was like, maybe you not lame because we cool, but that is lame. That's whack as fuck, bro. What are you here for? Go, nigga, go to college. 
Go. Anyway. So. I'm just never trying to be that. As a 32 year old. I'm never trying to be the grown nigga at the pep rally. You know what I'm saying? Looking like I'm trying to be fly for the kids. Fuck them kids. I, but I am trying to be the flyest nigga my age. Like the niggas my age. But. I feel like the simple solution to that is like, well, dress up, you know, throw you on a suit. You know what I'm saying? Get real fly. But for me, that's not for all the time. I'm not a, I, I know I look really nice in a suit. I feel like suits are, you have to be a real ugly motherfucker to not look nice in a suit. You know what I'm saying? Or to not look nice. You know what I'm saying? Button down. You know what I'm saying? Well fit clothes. You know what I'm saying? Some nice dress shoes. Like you gonna look, you gonna hit. It's always gonna hit. Right. But that's not for all the time. That's not, you know, that's not, I can't build a closet full of every time I walk out. And it is, and I feel like I used to laugh at niggas who do shit like that. Now at 32, I get why motherfuckers do it. I feel like they like, shit, I got to find a niche. I got to find something that's like the thing I do. So it's like, maybe I just wear shit. Maybe I wear jackets and suits all the time. It's probably easier to do that. These niggas don't be sweating you having, you know, you got 10 different suits. You only work five days a week. You know what I'm saying? You only wear the same suit twice a month. Niggas say, if niggas say something about that, they hate. So maybe that's why niggas do that shit. I don't know. I was talking to y'all about, I had said something about wanting to buy a car. You know, because I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, I do want a new car, but that's part of that. You know, I don't, I hate like the tropes about different shit. And I never, again, I ain't trying to, you know, and I, I want to be clear y'all. I'm, I'm giving it to y'all. Like it's this big back and forth as to what I'm going to do in these situations and whatever, whatever. If I get my bread right to get the kind of grill I want, I'm getting a grill. And yeah, I'm going to be self-conscious about whether niggas think I'm trying too hard to be 32 with a grill. But guess what? I'm going to have a motherfucker because I always wanted one. And I don't give a fuck at the end of the day. But I care enough to know it's going to be on my mind enough for it to be like, I want y'all to know kind of the inner uh, dialogue I have with myself in some of these instances. But I don't want you to think that, oh, I'm about to sit up here and let that shit impact what I do with my life. The fuck? If Dre want a grill, Dre getting a grill. So... Whatever. Y'all so if you ain't subscribing for the four ninety nine, enough of y'all subscribe for the four ninety nine, I'll get that grill soon in a bitch. You know what I'm saying? So tap in with the subscription so I can give you to make some noise. You know what I'm saying? We can get hype in this bitch. But anyway, back to what we was talking about. I'm talking about my car, right? So I was talking about how it's like the stereotypes around different cars and oh you want da 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 da. My favorite car that I ever had was my Charger. Yeah, I used to have a 2012 Dodge Charger RT Plus. You know, that plus is important because that gives you that plus shit. You know what I'm saying? You got the you got the panoramic sunroof. You got the heated and air-conditioned seats, heated seats in the back, sitting red Charger with the peanut butter leather. You know what I'm saying? Got the big screen in the front. Got the Hemi, you know? It was nice. I love it. And it's big. That's the thing about it, too. Y'all, I'm tall as fuck. I'm 6'3", six, 6'4", six, with shoes on. Like, I'm I'm not a small nigga. Um, so, 
being in a car that's big enough for me to really feel comfortable in, have people in the car with me and I don't feel all cramped up, that was really dope. And that's the only car I ever had that I felt that way about. And, you know, I thought it was cool. I always thought the Chargers were cool. I still do. I still like Chargers. I still like Chargers. I still like Challengers. I never stop liking them. The new ones, you get inside one, you be like, oh, this is nice. These are nice. I like 300s too. So, but that's the thing, right? I don't want to get the Charger or the Challenger. Well, I, you know, I don't care, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to get the Charger or the Challenger. And niggas like, see, mm-hmm, you know how them niggas be like, you that type of nigga. Like, what the fuck you mean I'm that type of nigga? I just seen a car I liked and went ahead and copped the hoe. You know what I'm saying? I, I it got room. Like, I, it's, you know, we got a little get up. It ain't the fastest in the world, but, you know, we got a little get up. It got a little room in it. You know, it got a little swag to it. You get a nice one. You know me, I don't want the Challenger. I don't want the base model with the hubcaps damn near with them baby wheels. I want the joint that comes standard with the 20s. You know what I'm saying? With the factory 20s. You know what I'm saying? Leather seats with the sunroof. I'm trying to recline. I'm trying to zoom, zoom. You know, trying to pull up clean, you know, I'm the, I'm the type of nigga when I pull up, you know, you pull up somewhere and you listen to your music, you know, I might, I might roll to crack the windows, turn the music up a little bit. I'm not against admitting that I'm that nigga. You know, I know some motherfuckers want to act like they don't do that. They're like, oh no, I don't care about people seeing me. I do. I like to be seen a little bit. Not a lot. You know? I don't like to be the center of attention, but I like to be seen, you know? So, I try, you know, I'm. that's how I get down. So, yeah, I want to challenge you. So, what? Maybe all of this is in part due to the, the whole little breakup that just happened. Maybe now I'm trying to, you know how niggas get. You're trying to, I'm trying to show out. I'm trying to stunt, you know? I'm trying to pull up to pick the baby up in something, something player than a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I pull up, you know what I'm saying, to pick up the baby with the diamond grill and the brand new whip talking about, you know, we'll be back. We about to go do some player shit. We about to go set some money on fire. You know what I'm saying? You should have slept, you know what I'm saying, on something else. You know what I'm saying? You should have slept on another nigga because we out here shitting. Now your baby richer than you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what I'm trying to be on. Maybe that's what it's about. Maybe it's not about being 32. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I do know that it's a lot of shit I've been thinking about and wanting to do. And I just feel like I'm at that age where you don't be knowing exactly when you doing too much, you know, even for my birthday, they was asking me what I want to do for my birthday. And that's why I was like, man, we could do like some daytime shit, like some brunch shit, because it's, I'm not trying to be nowhere where the average age of the people there is 22, 23. I'm not, to me, that's a sign that I'm in the wrong place. This is day space for them to get their little club on and shit. I'm not trying to do all of that, but you know, I kind of am, 
You know, I do like the loud music in the party. I like that vibe. I still, I'm drinking. I'm turning up. I have fun when I went out. So it's just so weird to be in this space where you don't really know, you know, when are you, when do you need to grow up? Kind of. Even like what I like to do, like how I like to chill when I meet new people or I'm going to kick it with somebody I never kicked it before. Y'all won't under a lot of y'all won't get this and some of y'all will, but it's almost like I want to smoke before we do stuff, but I'm not trying to be on no, oh, you still smoking. Like, motherfuckers get grown and they, like, look at you different because you smoke during the day. He like, bruh, I smoke all day. Don't be judging me. Don't be judging me. 30 is just a weird age, y'all. Like, shit that you used to could do and not think nothing of, now you over here kind of looking, wondering what your peers think about it. But I'm going to be real with y'all. Some of y'all just not cool no more. I know I've been saying all this stuff about all the different stuff I want to do and different shit, blah, blah, blah. But some of y'all turn 30 and really turn 50. And y'all are whack as fuck. And you don't want to do nothing ever. And that's just not my truth. I cannot be like that. Just because we 30 don't mean we can't never do nothing or go out or have fun. Y'all don't even want to do shit at the crib. Like, do y'all remember what our parents was on when we was young? Maybe... Maybe not our parents because my mom is like young in comparison to a lot of some of y'all's parents. But, you know, for me, my mom was 30 when I was 10. Now, I'm 11. My mom is 30. So I remember 30 year old Catrice to a degree. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time, y'all. This is bro. This is a crazy story, and I'm going to tell the story the, the the best way it is. I remember the first time I seen a grown man dick. Y'all know y'all like, bro, where the fuck is this story going? So listen, we are upstairs at like this party that my mom like is my mom is like at some party, like some little get together at somebody's house, like a game night type shit. Right. And all the kids, we're upstairs playing Dreamcast or whatever. So we're playing a game upstairs, whatever, whatever, whatever. And we get bored because we're kids and kids get bored and we're nosy. And we like, what's the what's the grown folks doing? And I can kind of remember the way the house was set up. It was like a living room upstairs. And then you could kind of see into the living room downstairs from the rails, kind of from 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 um, like leaving a room or some shit like that. So we like looking downstairs and we watching the adults play or whatever. And they're playing. I remember the game they playing because they're playing Taboo. And I was old enough to know what Taboo was because I had played it. Like we have played Taboo at the house type shit. Um, so we watching them play Taboo or whatever, just being little bad kids or whatever. And this nigga gets stripper on his card. And y'all, I'm telling y'all, if I'm not. I could be remembering this wrong. I could be, you know how it is when you're a kid, your memories don't really be solid. You can't really rely on them. But I swear this nigga got naked in front of everybody. And me and all the other kids was like, 
whoa you know what i'm saying like we gotta get the what the fuck like this shit just went left so fucking fast bruh and it's just hilarious to me y'all because looking back on that moment i'm not gonna lie to y'all like no homo as a child all i could think of is like that nigga's dick is enormous no homo bro like that's all i could think of again like what the fuck like Dicks is supposed to be like that, like that, because, like, if you think about it, before you hit puberty versus after you hit puberty, it's, like, a whole different dick. Like, the dick before was just for pissing. This new dick is for fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, so before that, and you, like, I might have been eight. You know what I'm saying? I might have been eight, nine years old. I don't remember how old I was. I know I was young. Like, I was a kid kid. I wasn't even 10. I definitely wasn't even 10 or 11. I might have been, like, seven. I was probably closer to seven or eight. I had never, I know I wasn't even 10 or 11 because I had never even seen porn yet. Like that was the first time I had ever seen adult male anatomy. And as a child, I was frightened because I'm like, it's something wrong with your boy. Like it's something wrong. But judging from the reaction of me and all my friends, when we all went back into the room, we was all equally shocked at what we had just seen. Niggas was like, whoa, that was a lot going on right there. I told y'all that whole story to tell y'all that some of y'all are whack as fuck because y'all be 30 years old and don't even be doing, y'all don't even be having house parties no more. Like y'all don't even do basic shit. And I'm not saying that nobody got to pull their dick out and traumatize all the kids because that's basically what happened at the party that I'm talking about. But yeah, I just, Sometimes I think that I may be a little bit too, be trying to do too much. I may be too lax, you know, maybe I'm too cool if, if you could put it that way. But y'all, some of y'all are just lame as fuck. And that's some shit I just cannot support in any way. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to be like that, you know, like I want to be grown, but I don't want to be whack. I don't want to be boring. I don't want to be bored. And stuff like going to the museum or going on vacation and stuff like that. I like stuff like that. It is fun. But I still want to do ratchet shit too. I still want to do... I still just want to go out and get drunk with my friends sometime on some happy hour shit. You know, I still want to... I still want to be fly while I do it. I want to drive me a car that's kind of fast and live in a house that's that's nice. And, you know, I'm trying to, I still want to, I feel like I'm still at an age where, okay, I guess it's the best way. I feel like as an adult, it's supposed to be a point where you don't care how your life looks no more. You know, you're like, all I care about is the full substance of my life and da 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 But I just don't feel like that's realistic completely. I feel like there's actually a part of most people that just likes to stunt, bro. Like, when y'all girls be getting them bags, when you be getting them brand new bags, they be coming out. What's them new ones called? Uh, Telfair bags or, t- or Talfer bags or some shit like that. The ones with the little T on them. You know what I'm talking about? And the ones that they sell out all fashion shit. Y'all be getting them bags. Them bags is basic as fuck. It's just a bag with a T on it. You getting that shit because motherfuckers know how hard it is to get one. So when you get it, it's like, yeah, I'm kind of shitting on you when I walk in with this bag on. And that's cool. 
I'm not hating on that. I think that's fly. I like to do shit like that too. I'll buy some J's. I'll buy me some J's and I'll shelf them. I won't even wear them for a while. I'll wait until niggas stop wearing them bitches or whatever just so I can step out somewhere so the niggas who really fuck with the shoes and be like, ooh, you got them on? I'll be like, yeah, I do. You know, so I'm not hating on it. I'm the last nigga to hate on it. I just feel like people want to act as though when you get to a certain point in your life, all of that just fades away. You know, if you really on your shit, if you really on your grown shit, whatever, whatever. Now, even with my kids, I want my kids to shit like I'm still trying to I'm trying to flex through them. When I take pictures of the baby and the baby be all dressed up, I bet y'all don't know this. Blaze don't give a fuck what I put on her. She's one. She doesn't care at all. She doesn't give a fuck if she's walking around in a dirty ass onesie all day long. She doesn't care. I be getting blaze fly so that y'all can see that my kid is fly so that through the transitive property, you know that I'm fly. The fuck? And see, some of y'all are like, no, nah, I'm just taking care of my kid because that's the way you should take care of him. It, it, ain't, it ain't nothing taken care of about being fly for a kid. Ain't no kids not looking at the other kids. They not losing no self-esteem issues. Children have nothing to benefit from being fly. You can buy your kid 50 white t-shirts and 50 white pair of pants and put them on them every motherfucking day. If all you were trying to do was take care of them. But you want us to know that you got style. You know what I'm saying? And that you're going to have your kids with style. So through the transit of property, you want to be fly, like I fucking said. And I'm cool with that. But see, I just feel like motherfuckers be trying to make it act, seem like it's a different thing. You know, it's like you want your kids to be good at sports. You want your son to dunk because you can't dunk no more. It's re- I respect that. If I have a son, I want that nigga to be doing 360 dunks because I was never out here dunking. You know, I wanted Bree to be a track star. Bree is not a track star. It happens. She does choir. She's amazing at choir. I can't sing. I always wanted to sing. So that's a flex. People ask me how Bree's doing. I always mention the fact that she's a choir. Why? Because through the transitive property, her talent is my talent because she used to live in my balls. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I just feel like I'm more willing to admit the shit than some of y'all are. Um, and, you know, that's all. Y'all are lame and whack, and I don't need you. I don't need your... <laughs> I don't need your little approval. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really know what else I could say that would apply here. I think that this is pretty much all I got in this situation and I have one more thing that I want to talk about and it doesn't really fall into I guess maybe it could be you know on some black twitter debate shit the shit we don't have you know it's a working theme it's a working segment type shit that's what we calling it for now though maybe it'll never change but it's a video I posted it to the podcast twitter too it's a podcast that uh, a podcast. It's a video that Drewski put up and he had to take it down because motherfuckers was hating on it. And I just I can't possibly understand why. So we're going to take one more little break. We're going to come back with the little black Twitter debates and talk about uh, why motherfuckers is hating on my nigga Drewski. All right, y'all. So I was thinking about trying to put some of the audio of that video actually in the podcast. But in truth. 
just go to the podcast Twitter and go watch the video real fast. It's a public fucking Twitter. You can go watch it. It's not going to be hard to find. Um, and I want you to watch it because the video doesn't really do it as much. I mean, the audio is not going to do as, as much justice as the video. But basically, the whole video is the, the premise of the video is basically uh, niggas having a little house party. Two niggas have a little house party. Got these little homegirls over and one of the niggas over there like off the top trying to get the girls drunk as fuck because he's trying to get the, the girls to go live. Now, it's a few things that's crazy to me about this video. The craziest thing to me about this video is that niggas were so upset about it that it had to be taken down because if you listen to the terminology I just used, I really want you to pay attention because niggas have a name for what is going down or what like, even they said it in the video, like it's a part of the video where he was like, he's like, oh yeah, they about to go live. They about to go live because niggas have like, okay, here's the weird part about this right as a nigga I have been in situations where we been getting drunk as fuck and like the girls got drunk and decided like okay we about to go live and then shit went left like shit was like dope right now the thing about it is is if that happens organically throughout the night whatever right you know what I'm saying because it is what it is. Like you all kicking it, alcohol lower everybody's inhibitions. If everybody, if everybody feeling each other, you know, it's that kind of party that maybe it might be, right? But this video was really talking about a different thing. It was talking about basically, in my opinion, this is what happens, right? Is that a lame nigga either hears about or experiences an instance where the girls get get fucked up and end up going live, right? And he like, bet. So the way to get the girls to go live is to get them drunk as fuck. But here's the thing, right? That's kind of rape, right? I mean, maybe not if you don't actually rape them, but it's like a Cosby-esque mentality, right? Where you literally trying to get the girl. It's like part of the video where he like pouring them big ass shots and he taking little shots and shit like that, like shit like that. Those are code breakers, bruh. You breaking the code. You break first of all. And this is this is just this is just me talking, y'all. Y'all could if I'm out of pocket, y'all let me know. I've been out of pocket before. I'll be out of pocket again. I'm willing to move my position to a different place if I'm wrong, right? But the way I look at it, if we all drinking and we just having a good time and it's whatever, then whatever happens, happens. Right. But if I'm trying to stay more sober than y'all so that y'all can get fucked up so that y'all can compromise your decision making skills, that's predatory behavior. Like, it is much different. It's not the same thing. It is. It, it occurs in the same spaces, but it's not the same thing. And the crazy thing about it is, and I, I had tweeted this, the most accurate thing about the video is that. It's only one nigga in the video. Drewski is the one in the video who trying to get the girls all extra drunk and shit like that. And his homie is there, but he not like stopping them or saying nothing about it because that that is kind of the weirdest thing about being a nigga is coming to a point where you are ready to police your homie's behavior in that way. Where you can be like, yo, my nigga, that's not the move. Um, I think I kind of had 
the benefit in a lot of those situations because I have the personality that kind of leaves the room. So the nigga pouring the shots is me. I'm the one saying, you know, everybody take a shot, you know, whatever, whatever. But it's just the video just really made me. It, I, I I don't understand why. That's the thing. I know niggas is out here feeling attacked. That got to be the only reason that video had to get taken down. Because as a nigga who I used to throw house parties and game nights and all this shit all the time. And we go to the club all the time and I'm buying drinks, buying shots, whatever, whatever. But when I pour shots for the room, I pour shots for the room. We all taking a shot together. All the men, all the women, we all taking shots because we all getting fucked up. We all going to have a good time. Pouring shots for the girls, trying to get the girls drunk, like I said, it's just not the same. And that's why I watched that video and I was like, wow, that's crazy how fucking funny that shit is because of how fucking true that shit is. Because niggas really be on that shit. And yeah, that's to me, that's just niggas feeling attacked. That's niggas feeling attacked because on some level, niggas know that even so, I'll give you a perfect example, right? If and Okay, so, mama, you might cut it off here. 50 minutes may be enough for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, this may be enough time for you to stop listening to the podcast because, you know, this is this may be a real life example. You know what I'm saying? We may have we don't have a real we're having a real conversation here. So, I mean, I'm sorry. You may need to and I'm giving you leeway because I know sometimes you may not be somewhere where you can just hit pause or skip or whatever. You know, at least skip a full minute if you're just going to skip. But definitely. You know, you've been warned. So, okay, I used to have this homegirl, right? And anytime we would kick in and drink, she'll suck my dick, like clockwork. Like, I don't have to ask or nothing like that. If we kick it, if we just kick it, and we if we just smoke and we don't drink, she might suck my dick, but probably not. But if we drink, if we get even a little bit drunk, every single time I was getting my dick sucked, like clockwork. So, okay, for me, when we kicked it, I'm going to just grab a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like to suck dick when you get drunk. Like, let's drink. So, I say that to say, I know niggas felt attacked because it's like, I know niggas probably been in similar situations that maybe were, in their mind, the same or whatever. But so, it's just like the area, like, it's a gray area to me in some shit like that because... In this instance that I'm talking about, that girl was very open about the fact that, like, you know, she would tell you, like, you know, I get drunk and I like to suck dick. You know what I'm saying? That's some shit that she would say. So it ain't like she was on some, oh, I wonder why you got the bottle this time. You know what I'm saying? And also, I didn't have to pour shots down her throat and be like, oh, you just drink the whole bottle and shit like that. All I had to do is get the bottle. She'd be like, pour up the shots. And we pour up the shots and we'll get drunk. And then before the end of the night, she'd be like, you trying to get your dick sucked. It was just a nice platonic arrangement, honestly. Still not the same. In my opinion, it's not the same. Y'all can say it's the same, but I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the same, and that's why that video didn't offend me, because I would never do no shit like that. I would never just sit up and try, because it's a like you trying to take advantage of the girl. Even if, 
even if you try, if, if, if you meeting a girl for the first time and you opt to take her out for drinks because you want her to be more, you know, you want her to loosen up, not necessarily like you trying to fuck, but just, you know, a drink, loosen people up. They a little more talkative. You know, you just, you like, you know, I want you to be in a more comfortable position. Like that's not like predatory behavior. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think that that drinking will make this ex- experience more comfortable for everybody, because a lot of people drink to make situations more comfortable, especially social situations, that's not the same thing. But if you are like, maybe I can get this girl so drunk she won't remember what she did tonight, bro, you're bugging. And that is exactly where niggas be like, I be watching that shit happen. And that's that's the thing, too. That's a different conversation that needs to be had. Is well, I wouldn't even say a different conversation that needs to be had because I just think it comes with age. When I was in my twenties, I could watch a nigga doing that shit and be like, "Bro, that nigga is tripping," but I wouldn't do nothing about it. It wasn't even my business, and I, I'm not saying that to say that it was right. I'm just being honest about the situation. Twenty five year old me, if I seen a nigga trying to get this girl, these girls too drunk on some other shit, the most I might do is tap that nigga on the shoulder and tell him that's not gonna work. The most I might do is tap the nigga on the shoulder and be like, you going to get them so drunk they just going to pass out. Nigga, what are you trying to do? Like, are you a Cosby-ass nigga? Is you trying to rape the girls? Because unless you're trying to rape the girls, you want them awake, right? Like, what are you doing? Stop that. That's another reason why that's some shit that only lame niggas do because this is like, not, stop. Don't do that. Don't be trying to pressure people. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought the video was funny. And I thought that the niggas who, and the reason why I'm telling y'all all these stories and truth is because like, I want to make it clear that I'm not, I'm not a nigga who's like, I would never in my life have sex with a girl after she's been drinking, you know, because you never know the altered state that they can be in. I drink y'all straight up. I drink. So if you an adult and you drinking with me. And we like drinking on some regular shit, like drinking. The drinking is just consensual, is consensual as whatever may occur after that, because that's not why we drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. Like you, you feel what I'm saying? I'm not hoping that you're gonna get. It's just, it's just so different. And I feel like the girls who've been in the situation, I, I, everything I've been seeing on Twitter is basically pe- people saying that they don't understand what the fucking big deal about it is and how that video got knocked off because they realize that that is real bro it's some corny ass lame ass niggas who be trying to do some shit like that and you want to know what usually ends up happening in them situations and it's not to say that it makes it okay because it's not okay it's honestly to me just makes the niggas even cornier and lame and lamer because it's like you was trying to get these girls so drunk you could take advantage of them but what usually ends up happening is they just go home they be like, oh, yeah, we got drunk as fuck tonight. And they just did because they not comfortable because you've been on this weird shit all night. That's why you never get the girls to go live. That's probably why the niggas end up trying to get them drunk. Or they like, oh, I didn't get them drunk enough last time. Like, no, nigga, you was making them uncomfortable the whole time. That's why. That's why you don't get to see the girls go live because you don't know how to make women comfortable around you. Goofy ass nigga. Goofy ass, lame ass nigga. If women not comfortable around you, they're never gonna go lie. The fuck? You didn't know? Sober, drunk, don't matter. It don't matter. Girls be using, listen, and y'all can say whatever you want about me for this next statement. I do not care. 
girls be using being drunk to do ratchet shit. Not all the time, obviously, but just like how you guys might drink so you can loosen up so you can be more comfortable doing something. Girls do the same shit. Like women ain't no different than men in that regard that if they want to do some shit that's like slightly outside their character, they might need to get a little more comfortable to do it. And one way to do that is through drinking. Or sometimes people want to do shit. Motherfuckers be cheating on people. They would be like, oh, I was just so drunk. But it's like you went and got real drunk with a nigga who you already wanted to fuck. Like you just got you. You got drunk so that you would have an excuse to do what it is you want to do. And I'm absolutely not saying that that's some all the time, every time shit. But it definitely happens. You know what I'm saying? Like it absolutely happens. And. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. Niggas is just corny and lame. Not all of them, but it's some corny ass, lame ass niggas out there. And the fact that that video got any kind of pushback just proved that to me more than anything. Like, y'all niggas are fucking whack. But anyway, y'all, that's all I got for today's motherfucking podcast. Uh, you know, hope y'all fuck with it like always. Uh, if you haven't left a review, leave a review, man. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, five-star review. I'll read it on the podcast. Any feedback that you leave on Spotify or Anchor, I will read out on the podcast. DMs or anything that you sent to the podcast. Also, I will read out loud on the podcast. Um, anybody who subscribes for the four ninety nine for the bonus content, I'll make sure I shout you out because I appreciate that shit so much, man. Make sure you share the podcast with a friend. Tell them how funny it is, how much you love it, and they'll love it too and all that shit. And I'll see y'all in a couple of days. Appreciate y'all for being so patient with your boy. I know I'm a day late. My bad. I love y'all. More content coming soon. Peace. Yeah. Double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you not tuning in. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and bill